إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا حادي له أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمد عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن خير الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدى هدى محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل دلالة في النار أما بعد إخوتي في الله إخوتي في الإسلام والإيمان my brothers for the sake of Allah my brothers in Islam and Iman Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he calls upon us and he addresses us with that very thing that very thing that makes us believers he calls upon us and he addresses us with that very thing that makes us believers on account of our belief and our iman Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqullaha wal tanzur nafsum ma qaddamat li ghad oh you who believe fear Allah wal tanzur nafsum ma qaddamat li ghad and let each soul let each soul look to that which it has put forward for tomorrow meaning for the day of hisab the day of reckoning fiya allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqullaha a command from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which appears many times throughout the quran to fear Allah, to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one to whom everything and everyone shall, re- shall return back to. Everything that is in the heavens and the earth will go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <clears throat> and fear Allah, fear Allah, the one who created everything that exists. Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala above all else. Fear Allah. Fear Allah above all men. Fear Allah above those men that you may fear. Fear Allah more than that enemy that you may fear. Fear Allah more than that predatory animal that you may fear. Whatever else you may fear. Fear Allah above all else. For indeed he is above all else. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu attaqullah 
a command over 90 times in the Quran for us to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for indeed if you were to fear him with that taqwa that he is truly deserving of then we would find true happiness in this life and in the next life Ya ayyuha let each soul, let each soul look, look to that which it has put forward. Let each one of us look to that which we have filled our books, our books of deeds. And that book of all of your actions, look to it. Look to that which you have filled it with. Look to your days and nights. Your days and nights and that which you have filled them with. Something that is difficult upon the one who doesn't want to look back to that which he has put forward. The one who knows. The one who knows that he is in a state of danger. In a state of danger that if tomorrow was to come, that day of Hisab was to come, one who knows, one who knows that he has been neglectful and sinful, disobedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But at the same time, something that is easy, something that is easy for all of us to do. But indeed, there is nothing that you could have filled that book with except for either good or bad. Simple. Either you filled up that book with good and that which is in obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or with that which is its opposite. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanattaku allaha wal tanzur nafsum ma qaddamat ligad In a blessed time, in a blessed place and we still hear this verse that tomorrow has not come upon us and we have been reminded to look to our, to our actions. How many of us, we look to the mistakes of others? How many of us we begin, not by looking to our actions, not by looking to that which we have put forward, but we look to others. We look to others and that which they have, they have put forward. Quick to look at others, quick to criticize others, to look at the faults of others and the mistakes of others. But here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He commands us to look to ourselves. For each soul, each person, each believer, that He looks to Himself. He looks to Himself and that which He, that which he has put forward, not others. Yes, if you see your brother fall, fall short, make a mistake, advise him. Advise him for the sake of Allah. But advise yourself first and foremostly. Advise yourself and bring yourself to account. That is why Amr ibn Khattab radiallahu anhu, he would say concerning this verse, concerning bringing oneself to account, he would say, Hasibu anfusakum. Hasibu anfusakum. 
قبل أن تحاسبوا. Bring, bring yourselves to account. Bring yourselves to account before you are brought to account. And as Ibn Qayyim, rahimahullah, he said concerning the Sahaba, concerning the companions of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi whoever reflects upon the state and condition of the Sahaba, wajadahum. He finds them and he will find them في غاية العمل مع غاية الخوف في غاية العمل مع غاية الخوف Whoever reflects upon the way of the Sahaba and he will find them that they went they went to extreme they went to that extreme that praiseworthy extreme in their actions meaning that they came with those righteous actions, all of them. They came with those righteous actions with ghayatil khawf, with the utmost fear, with the utmost fear that that would not be accepted from them. This, is, this was the way of the Sahaba, the companions of the Messenger of Allah. As for us, as for us, and we have combined. We have combined with taqsir, with deficiency and falling short. Bal at as Ibn Qayyim he says, rather, rather with negligence, we neglect, we neglect our religion, we neglect that which we know we should do, even the obligations. As for us, we are neglectful. We have combined with negligence, ma'al aman with feeling safe. The Sahaba, they came with those righteous actions and more, but yet they still feared. But as for us, we are far from those actions. We are negligent and we fall short, but yet we feel safe. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu attaqullah wal tanzur nafsum ma qaddamat ligad O you who believe fear Allah and let each person, let each soul look to that which it has put forward for tomorrow let each one of us look let us look to what we have put forward from this Ramadan on a blessed day, Yomul Jum'ah, in a blessed month, this month of Ramadan, in a blessed place, in this house of Allah, let each one of us look to that which we have put forward in this Ramadan. And that is easy, for indeed we are still within this month, and it is easy for us to recall that which we have put forward and that which we haven't. But the blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remains upon us.
that there still remains days within this blessed month wherein we can change, wherein we can take advantage. And as the Salaf of this Ummah, they would say, Mata yughfar lahu, man la yughfar lahu fi Ramadan. When, when will he be forgiven? When will he be forgiven? The one who is not forgiven in Ramadan, the one who doesn't take advantage of Ramadan, the one who, although the gates of paradise have been opened and the gates of the hellfire have been closed and the shayateen and the devils have been chained, he doesn't take advantage and he is not forgiven. And as the Messenger of Allah, he ascended on the member on a particular occasion and he said ameen that ameen that we make after we make dua or we hear someone make dua and we agree with that dua and we want that dua to be answered that ameen that we say the messenger of Allah he said ameen but the companions of the messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam they never heard the dua. They didn't hear that dua. And so they asked, Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah, Innaka hina sa'idta al-member, Qulta ameen. O Messenger of Allah, When you ascended the member, you said ameen. You said ameen. Why did you say ameen? And so the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi he said, Atani Jibreel. Jibreel, alayhi salam, the angel, he came to me. وقال, and he said, Man adraka Ramadan. Whoever reaches the month of Ramadan, falam yugfar lah. And he is not forgiven. He is not forgiven in this month. This month of forgiveness. And this month in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he frees from the fire his servants. Man adraka Ramadan. Jibreel alayhi salam made this dua. Whoever reaches Ramadan, falam yughfar lah. But he is not forgiven. Fa'ab'adahullah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cause him to be distant. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cause him to be distant from his forgiveness and from his mercy. This was the dua made by Jibreel alayhi salam and he said and he commanded the Prophet to say Ameen فَقُلْ Amin, say Ameen say Ameen to my dua that I just made and so, and so the Messenger of Allah he said فَقُلْ to Ameen and so I said Ameen the best of the angels making dua against the one who is not forgiven in Ramadan. And the best of the messengers, the best of all of creation, saying Ameen to this dua. Many of us, soon as Ramadan, soon as Ramadan finishes, then that's it. That taqwa finishes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us to have this taqwa. 
يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله ولتنذر نفس ما قدمت لغد this taqwa many of us we only know this taqwa in Ramadan this fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only comes about in Ramadan as soon as Ramadan goes no taqwa and we go back go back to a life of disobedience go back to a life a life that life that we were living before that change that we made in Ramadan indeed the Salaf would say, How evil a people. They don't know Allah except for in Ramadan. They don't know Allah except for in Ramadan. Soon as Ramadan goes, they don't know Allah anymore. And reflect how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He said, immediately after this verse, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanattakullahu wal tandhur nafsum ma qaddamat li ghad Again, Fear Allah. Inna Allah khabirun bima ta'amaloon. Indeed, Allah is all aware of that which you do. And then immediately after, وَلَا تَكُونُوا كَالَّذِينَ نَسُوا اللَّهِ Do not be like those who forget Allah. Do not be like those who forgot Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَأَنْسَاهُمْ أَنفُسَهُمْ And so he caused them to forget themselves. Do not be of those who forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala soon, soon as Ramadan finishes. And soon after you, you pray that Eid prayer, you forget Allah. But rather, this was not the purpose of Siyam Ramadan. This was not the purpose of Ramadan, the fasting of Ramadan. But rather, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ It goes back to the taqwa of Allah. That perhaps you acquired a taqwa. The leaving off of food and drink. Thirst and hunger. Feeling the pains of thirst and hunger. That is not the sole purpose of fasting this month. Reflect. Reflect upon this month. What have you put forward? Is it that you've put forward nothing but the leaving off of food and drink. That this month has been the ideal time for you to go on that diet that you wanted to go on. Or that this month has been that ideal time for you to leave off food and drink in the day, but then to make up that food and drink that you left to make up for that at the time of iftar. And that you now indulge in that loss that you made within the day from that food and drink that you stayed away from. But then we forget Allah as soon as Ramadan goes that this fasting and this salah and this taraweeh that you used to pray in Ramadan and this i'tiqaf that you made in the houses of Allah and all of these actions of ibadat all of these actions of worship, all of them, all of them are so that a person, he draws near to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he remembers him in every time and in every place. And so that when, death, when that time comes and when tomorrow comes and when death comes, he's ready. He's ready. Reflect, O Muslim, 
on the state of the companions of the Messenger of Allah. For indeed, they knew the taqwa of Allah inside of Ramadan and outside of Ramadan. That first battle which took place in Ramadan, in the Battle of Badr, that first battle when they faced their enemies for the first time, the Mushrikeen, outnumbered three to one. Three to one, outnumbered in Ramadan. But yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He brought victory to them. He brought victory to them. Because they had taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every time and in every place. Deserving of the aid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We live in a time, O Muslim, we live in a time wherein Islam could not be any further, any further misunderstood and misinterpreted and couldn't be any further criticized and hated. A time wherein Islam and the Muslims, the people have gathered against them. There is no doubt that every, every sincere Muslim, every sincere Muslim, he wants to see Islam and the Muslims regain, regain that strength and that honor and that victory that he once had. No doubt. But that honor and that victory and that strength will not come back except except with the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's how simple it is. To have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every time and in every place. The victory, how many, how many want to, want to bring about this victory and this honor and they think that this will come about by forgetting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, forgetting his sharia, forgetting his, forgetting his legislation. And forgetting Islam and the rulings within Islam. Those extremists and those terrorists who believe that the strength will come back by terrorizing the non-Muslims. By weakening the enemy. By terrorizing them. And that this will bring about strength to the Muslims. And so they go about terrorizing the non-Muslims. And they say that they do this to us. And so we do that to them. And they may even use the book of Allah. And if you punish, if you punish them, then punish them with that which you have been punished with. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says. And if you transgress against the people, then transgress against them with that which they have transgressed against you with. And so they say, look, they have transgressed against us. They have killed our women and children. And so we can kill their women and children. And this will bring about victory for the Muslims. A doubt, a doubt that they bring, O Muslim. It is not allowed, first and foremostly, these verses. And they use likewise the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when Allah commands the believers to prepare against the enemy by way of weapons. By way of weapons and steeds of war. And weaponry. By way of which you strike fear and terror into the enemy of Allah and your enemies. And so they use the likes of these verses. No, O Muslim, that these verses all refer to that situation of war and on the battlefield. And likewise, the command and the order 
and that which you heard concerning punishing them with that which they punish us with again on the battlefield on the battlefield and that is restricted to those who have punished us not those who are innocent those who are non-combatant those who don't even fight us from their women and children for indeed the qaid the qaid and the well-known principle in islam as allah says that no soul shall bear the burden of another and likewise likewise that if they punish us and they transgress against us with haram then it is not allowed for us to transgress against them with using haram and so the scholars they mentioned that if they were to were to rape our women and children that does not make rape halal for us that we rape their women and children or that if they were to cause a muslim to die by way of causing him to to suffocate by way of causing him to drink alcohol and so he dies this is not allowed for us to do the same to them or that they kill a muslim by way of poisoning him not allowed and that which is haram with the ijma and the consensus the consensus the complete agreement with all of the muslim scholars no disagreement that it is not allowed to kill the women and children haram complete agreement from the muslims not allowed to kill the innocent non-combatant women and children haram Naam. there is a force and there is an army a force and an army that no other force and no other army no people no country no government no weapon can overcome and defeat and that is the force that is the force and the army of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there is no force and no enemy no country no government no people who can overcome the force and army of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah he sent angels he sent angels to fight with the Muslims on that day of Badr Indeed, Allah aided you in Badr. Whilst you were few and whilst you were few and little and weak. Fattakullah. Fear Allah. It comes back to taqwa of Allah. That's how simple it is. Fattakullah Fear Allah that you may be thankful and grateful. When you, Muhammad said to the believers, when you said to the believers, Is it not sufficient for you that Allah, He sends down and He aids you with 3,000 angels sent down? Bala, Bala in tattaqu wa tasbiru wa yatukum min fawrihim hadha yumdidukum rabbukum bi khamsati alafin min al-malaikati musawwimin Rather, if you have taqwa of Allah and you have patience and your enemy comes to you again 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will aid you with 5,000 angels clearly marked and distincted. This is the army of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the force of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We all know that which we need to do as a Muslim ummah. That is that we return back to the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every time and in every place in Ramadan and outside of Ramadan. And that we don't forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so he causes us to forget ourselves. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he accepts from us everything that we have put forward from good deeds inside of Ramadan and outside of Ramadan. And that he accepts from us that which we have put forward in this Ramadan by way of a siyam and that he doesn't that he doesn't reject this siyam from us for indeed the messenger of Allah sallallahu he said man la yada' qawm az-zur wa al-'amala bih whoever doesn't leave off false speech and act, acting upon false uh, and acting upon false speech fa laysa lillahi haja Indeed, Allah has no need. Allah has, has no need of him leaving off his food and drink. And ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he causes us to reach Laylatul Qadr. He causes us to reach Laylatul Qadr. And that he grants us with his tawfiq in this night. And that he causes us to remember him outside of Ramadan and that he causes us to die as Muslims and he raises us as Muslims.